Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost Joy of Junk Journals, the podcast. Hey, welcome back. Welcome. It's so great to have you guys here, and uh, I'm just hanging out today and thinking about the concept that I've heard a lot of people say on comments and in the Facebook group, I'm not crafty. I'm just not crafty. And I wanted to, you know, mull this around and talk about this a little bit because uh, I think there's a... Uh, a lot of people who feel this way, and I remember feeling this way myself, actually. I thought I was, you know, much more, um, you know, I wasn't artistic at all. Zero. Zero creativity came out of me for many, many, many years. I just thought you had to be born with it. Um, you had to be raised in a family of artists to understand the artist's way. And, uh, um, you know, it was all the planets had to be aligned and you had to be given the gift of creativity and openness and being able to see things in different light and that. And, uh, you know, um, it, it, it breaks my heart because I hate to see people close out, close off a possibility for themselves, convincing themselves that they're just not that way. When, uh, I think there's a stronger possibility that these skills are really just learned. They're learned and, um, explored and with an open mind and, uh, feeling of, Hey, Maybe there's a possibility here. Let me give it a go. What's the worst that could happen? It's only a piece of paper. It's only some glue. It's only a little innocent pair of scissors. Heck, I used to battle with that stuff when I was in kindergarten. It can't be that bad. But look at all those masterpieces that people make. There's no way. There's just, I have, I can't see, I don't have any ideas that come to me. I don't feel that. It's It's just, it looks like just paper and scissors and glue when I'm looking at it. Just nothing happens. Nothing comes. And um, I think we've all faced this if we've made anything at some point. Um, but you know, it's sometimes all you need is a little prompt or a little nudge or a little uh, redirecting um, and also to drop the self-judgment that that can't exist for you. And even though your art may always look different than anybody else's art, and I truly think that's a blessing, um, uh, it would be nice to learn certain skills, but no matter how much you try and hone an art skill, I was trying to work with colored pencils the other day, and that's a very a great challenge for me, and I'm trying to learn how to hold the pencil, and I'm trying to learn how to lightly color with the pencil on the side of the pencil and not put it straight down like a regular pencil you're going to write with and just learning the different way to get your brain to wrap around it it's that's a learned skill I mean you it's just practice 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 uh be open to it don't give up on it don't expect to be a master overnight don't expect anything overnight just uh play with the with the new tools or the instruments or the colors or the the uh, materials or the uh, the things that you're using to craft with and uh, lower your expectations drastically and just have some fun with it. Um, I am not crafty only truly exists if you really think you're, you're, you just said no. You've said no to yourself. And uh, um, you can be crafty without being good at being crafty. Let's get, let's get that out of the way first. You can just sit down and glue two pieces of paper together and you have technically crafted. <laughs> yes. So it doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be a Rembrandt. It doesn't have to be rocket science, but it doesn't really take that much to be crafty. Um, and, and if you're open to whatever is around you, like, uh, beads or leaves or, um, yarn or colors or whatever it is, if you're just open to that could be a craft supply, then maybe the world of craftiness could open itself to you.
I remember personally feeling overwhelmed when I would go into Hobby Lobby and I would look at these other women and I would say, oh my gosh, they all know what they're doing. They know what these tools are for. They know the right glue. They know the right scissors. They know the right paper to buy. I mean, surely there must be a right paper and a wrong paper. And I would, of course, think I would buy the wrong paper and everybody else knew the right paper to buy. And I had to unlearn. Um, I had to unlearn that feeling. And I had to learn how to get lost in Hobby Lobby and just wander down an aisle and start to explore a little section and get my fingers in there and start, you know, feeling some different papers and um, uh, seeing how the papers felt differently from each other. Well, how did watercolor paper feel from sketchbook paper, you know, from newsprint paper, from, you know, uh, cardboard, you know, what is, what is the tactile difference? Just like not even trying to, um, there was no pop quiz. I just wanted to see for myself. It was very low pressure. I could go in there and get lost in there for hours. And I did. And, uh, but then I would start to come up with questions. I'm like, huh, there, there's a reason this paper is different than the others. I wonder what it is. Maybe because I don't know the reason doesn't mean I'm not crafty. It just means I don't know the reason yet. So maybe I'm off to YouTube or, or uh, the Google of the universe and find out, hey, what, why, what is so good about watercolor paper? Why is there hot press watercolor paper and cold press watercolor paper? Or why is there, why do some people use this type of paper in their junk journals and that type of paper in their junk journals, but not this one? I haven't seen them ever use this one. Why is that? Is this paper too weak or too strong? Is this string that I'm going to sew it together with, is it too weak or too strong? Is it um, like, um, there's so many things to think about. Um, And then if you wrap your head around, it's all good. And just because one person does it one way, and even if they've been doing it one way for a long time, and they seem to be the master of the universe in that craft department, um, you know, say there's a junk journal maker and they only use uh, X to do this. They only use this glue. They only use this thread. They only use this paper. That's not the end of the universe. That doesn't mean it's written in stone that as we go forward, that is the way that things must be done. No, absolutely not. You can, you can use flour and water to make glue. You can grab newspapers or brochures and make junk journals. I mean, there's so many different uh, possibilities out there. It is fun to get inspired and it is fun to get ideas from each other, um, but they all turn into your personal launching pads to, to, for you to experience your own craftiness. Yes. Um, I think that it's, oh, oh, I don't know why that came on. Okay. Um, (laughs) so I think it's, uh, I'm not crafty. Does that really exist? I'd say no. And I would just like to leave that out there that the craftiness is within you. It just needs to be tickled out. It needs to be encouraged out. Um, it needs to be in a safe place where you feel like, Hey, I could maybe explore this a little bit. Maybe I want to make, um, you know, cement patio stones, stepping stones for my garden. You know, I don't know why I want to make that, but maybe I want to make that. Or maybe I want to um, make uh, jewelry necklaces. And I don't know if I could, I have no idea how to work any of the tools or any of the equipment, but that might just be fun. And I kind of get a little, this, this little feeling of excitement, like, Oh, that would be nice. And I say, encourage that fan that like you would a little ember in the uh, fire and encourage it to grow and uh, throw the judgment out the window. Who cares if your necklaces are ugly? Um, You know what? Just 
Enjoy the experience of trying something new, trying something different, playing with some uh, materials and mediums that you haven't worked with before. Have you ever walked into Hobby Lobby and you go down the medium department? I mean, it's almost like you need a psychic medium to go down the medium department. There's the gel mediums and the matte mediums and the gloss medium. And this, I'm, I was standing there looking at them. Oh, I guess back when I could stand there and look at them. Um, and I was just flabbergasted at how many different kinds there are. And I kept thinking, I- I'll never figure all this out. It's, it's, it's way too complicated. Do I need them all? Do I need to possess every one of them? Or I can't move forward in this, this wonderful thing about making books? Or, or can I maybe learn one at a time and see what on earth I need this for if I need it at all? And so then I would go and I would look at some videos and I would see somebody use gel matte medium or I, you know, they'd use, um, you know, something else like a modeling paste and I'm like, huh. So that's what that's for. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know you could do that with that. That is, that is actually pretty awesome. So it's almost like you learn how to be crafty through the exploration. So if you get brave and you roll up your sleeves and you go down one of those medium aisles and you look at all the different bottles and you say to yourself, okay, maybe I'll just learn one medium today. I'll just, maybe I'll even ask the Hobby Lobby person just to see what they say. Or even better, there'll be some unsuspecting crafter that comes down the aisle or an artist and I just know they know about this more because they're kind of hovering in that area. And I'll just sort of, you know, waddle on up there and, you know, say, hey, this looks like an interesting one. I wonder which one's better, this one or that. And uh, I'll look at them and sometimes you'll get a, hey, oh, I can can recommend, you know, I use this one a lot. It always works great. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what what do you use it for? And next thing you know, you've been there for two hours and you've made a new best friend. And uh, that has happened to me. Hi, Kathy. (laughs) Um, That's how we met. And uh, so, you know, there's a lot of information out there um, and people love to share it and it's wonderful and you can learn so much from each other. And I think that's also how you start to learn how to recognize your own craftiness. So the, the, the crowd of the I am not crafty thoughts, I would say it's in there. It needs to be peeled back and revealed and unearthed and uh, it needs to be encouraged to come out of its little dark hiding place and it is not um, sequestered just for other people. This is uh, something I really want to get across is that you you have artistic uh, things inside of you and craftiness inside of you that has yet to be expressed. And uh, how dare you keep it down? How dare you tamp it down and not let the world see all your beautiful craftiness? You get out there and you release some um, and, and take your expectations way down. Don't expect anything wonderful. And if you get something that's uh, a pretty cool, hey, then you're really dancing the happy dance and, and excited and having a great time. But if it, you know, you're timid or you're, you're just thinking that you're not born with that gene, I say think again because odds are it is there. Because uh, the world of creation... I mean, just think how, how would humans have evolved without the ability to create and adapt to new and different circumstances? I mean, when you're in the kitchen and you're, you're, you're creating your breakfast, that's creation. That's a craftiness with food. Uh, you're putting ingredients together. Uh, even if you rip open the box and microwave it, you are still creating something that wasn't there before because it was frozen or cold before, and now you're creating something warm. So if you can get in tune with what creation truly is, um, and if there's a little bit of alchemy involved, creating something from nothing, or, you know, what may, I consider what we make gold, but... Um, when you're creating something from nothing that wasn't there before until you waddled along and created it, that's where the magic happens. And 
I encourage you to look for little experiences like that in your life. Like you go into your bathroom and you're going to maybe put makeup on your face. Well, today you might decide to finally do it differently. You've been always putting your makeup on the exact same way for 27 years. It goes on the exact same way. Maybe you're going to try a different color today. Maybe you're going to get a little creative and maybe it's going to be a very small thing. Maybe nobody will notice. Maybe nobody cares, but maybe you care because you're going to branch off and you're going to uh, possibly take yourself in a new direction. And you're going to give yourself a new set of eyes by doing this because you're going to have a different vantage point, a different way of looking at it. And uh, this can create the launching pads for you to go even further, even farther. And sometimes you're going to have some where you, you know, let's say you try this new eyeliner, this little black wing tipped eyeliner that you were going to make the cute little cat eyes and everything. And it just didn't go that way. Let's face it. And, uh, so you wash it off and you tried it again, you tried it again, and it just was not happening. Um, so what can you do? You can, uh, uh, you can go watch some YouTube videos on it. You can ask your sister. You can uh, see how the young kids are doing it, whatever you want to do. Or you can just say, hey, that wasn't for me. You know what? I tried it. It was great. But instead of getting all bent out of shape about it, you can just let it go. You just release it back to the universe and say, you know, maybe another time, another day, another place, this may present itself again. And maybe I will try the black cat eyeliner. But today is not that day. And I will just go on my merry way and explore something else to craft. And uh, I think that's the thing is, um, um, if you're thinking you're not crafty, uh, I would say try and line things up differently. Uh, Take a look at something. You're sitting down at your craft desk. And let's bring it on home a little more. We're out of the bathroom. We're not make, putting makeup on. Now we're in the craft room. We're trying to create, but we're not feeling crafty. We're having one of those. I'm not crafty at all. It, and I don't know what I'm even doing in here. Why do I even have a craft room or a craft area? I need to just put all this junk at the end of the driveway and let somebody else pick it up who's actually going to do something with it. Well, I'd say lay, pick five things and lay them out on your table. They can be colors. They can be papers. They can be glues. It doesn't matter. Just pick five things and uh, see... Put them down separately and then let them have their own little, almost like, you know, COVID style circles where they're not allowed to get within, you know, so many inches of each other. And, but then now take one and put it over next to the other one, uh, maybe a paper next to a gelato or um, a watercolor paint or something like that. And uh, then then look at it and say, hey, does that intrigue me or does that do nothing for me? I find no inspiration there at all. If you find no inspiration there at all, then maybe move that uh, first thing, like the paper, to a different um, circle and try and put it there. Like maybe you put it beside a paper punch. Huh. Okay. Well, I guess I could paper punch this piece of paper. Um, that might be fun. Maybe you're thinking, yeah, I bought some paper punches and I never use them because I'm not really crafty. But then I'm thinking, well, what if you did? What if you did just punch some papers and, and you've decided to say to yourself, it doesn't matter that these are my pretty papers and I'm not, I want to save them for that grand exper- that project that I'm going to do someday. Or you could just say, you know what? I, I, I want to be crafty today. I'm, gonna, I'm feeling a little crafty and a little bold and I'm going to roll my sleeves up and I'm going to punch that paper. I'm going to punch that paper and show it who's boss. And you punch it and you like the shape and you realize all of a sudden a new possibility opens up. Huh, I really like this thing. I could use that in a lot of ways. I could just make this as a pocket or as a tuck or I could I could use this as a little journal cover or a, a little notebook cover or I could make a bookmark out of it or, you know, gosh knows what little rabbit hole you'll go down. But all of a sudden the two things come together and creativity is born. And if you keep getting stuck and nothing is happening... 
uh, just try things, randomly try things. And uh, remember that you have this stuff to play with. This is your sandbox. These are your toys. And it doesn't have to be beautiful and it doesn't have to be perfect, but it does have to be fun and explorative and um, uh, envelope pushing. You know, I want you to push that envelope a little bit. You know, get on your big girl brave pants out there, or big boy grave pants out there, grave pants, <laughs> brave pants, and uh, put, you know, try something like put, you know, the purple with the orange. Say you would never put purple with orange because that just, you know, makes you curl up and, and, and think that that's just hideous. Try it. Try it and see where it takes you. You just never know. So sometimes your craftiness can come out through um, unexpected uh, attempts of trying new things. So give it a go. Give your creativity a chance to come out. It is in there. I promise you it is in there. You wouldn't be human. You wouldn't be on this planet without some creativity and some craftiness naturally embedded in you. It might be gene number 47 buried deep onto chromosome uh, number two, which you haven't used in a long time, but it is there. And somebody in your ancestry was creative. So I'm sure that they passed down a gene where if you expressed it, you could be creative too. So enough of this. I'm not crafty. Uh, You are. It just has gone to sleep and maybe it's time to wake it up. And sometimes it just needs a gentle nudge and it will come out bouncing out of bed. So happy to be out. Or sometimes it needs uh, a little cup, cup of coffee. You know what I mean? And a little nudge. Or sometimes it needs, you know, your older brother to come in and blast his rock and roll music in order to get the crafty to come out in you. But it is in there, rest assured. And I want you to go out and have some fun today. Find some craftiness in you that you were unsuspecting, that you didn't know was there. And uh, encourage it to come out. Give it the little finger thing. Come on, come on out, come out of the little dark hole and uh, have some fun. So I hope you guys had fun today. I know I had fun with you guys. Um, Check out all my links below my videos for all the stuff. And um, I hope to talk to you soon. This was fun. I I love hanging out with you guys. And uh, thanks so much for being open, crafty spirits. And uh, uh, if your little crafty crab has clammed up again, then encourage it to come back out because there's a lot of fun out here and it's meant for you too. And I want you guys to have a lot of fun. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.